Creating and rekindling memories. NHR. That is just absolutely beautiful. Uh, that is called Be Thou My Vision. It's taken from uh, an album called Inspire, uh, recorded by Ellen Williams. And I'm so pleased to say this lovely lady is on the other end of the phone. Good morning, Ellen. How are you? Good morning, Kev. Oh, thank you so much. I'm really well, thank you. Marvellous stuff. Now then, the album's called Inspired. So who or what inspired you to become a singer? Oh, well, I've sang for as long as I can remember. I mean, music has always been in the family. Um, my mother was a concert harpist, so and she played all over the world. So music's always been there in classical music. And my grandmother really insisted that I kind of learn the hymns and arias and songs of Wales. And uh, I began competing in the Eistedd Vodai, um, Welsh cultural big competitions we have for music and poetry and dance. And, uh, yeah, just fell in love with classical music and film music, folk music, lots of different genres, and um, ended up going that way in life. <laughs> and, and the album, I mean, that, that shows sort of that inspiration because, the, I mean, there's stuff on here like You'll Never Walk Alone and Fields of Gold, of course, the Sling Song, um, and, uh, and Jerusalem, which, which is just a legendary piece of music. So there's yeah. loads <laughs> of stuff on there. And, and World in Union, which uh, was, uh, was that the last single? I think that was the last single, wasn't it, World in Union? It was, yes. World and Union came out last year on the Warner label and um, it's a song I really was delighted to have out as a single because it, it's very special to me. It has lots of memories for me because um, that obviously came out in 1991 with Kiri Takanua singing it. But in the 1999 Rugby World Cup in Cardiff, um, I mentioned my mum was a harpist, so she was playing that with um, Sir Bryn Tadwell singing and Dame Shirley Bassey and I was sat at home watching the opening ceremony as a little girl and uh, was very proud and that that's certainly a song that always brings a smile to my face because of that memory. <laughs> now talking about Bryn Turfall, I mean you were asked to sing at his wedding weren't you? I was yes that was a huge huge honour and uh, very nerve-wracking <laughs> just because of the people he'd invited and his opera friends and directors and casting directors you know and uh, no, but I felt very honoured to, to sing there. So let, let's have some name dropping then, Ellen. Who, who was at the wedding? Who was uh, at the reception where you were singing out with uh, for Bryn? Oh, gosh. Um, Time well, for some no, clangs here. <laughs> <laughs> not fitting, I mean, Welsh sort of opera star, you know, Rebecca Evans was there and uh, many casting directors from the, the Met Opera in New York. And I tried not to think about it, you know. <laughs> I mean, when you're sort of up there and you sing it and you've got all these people sort of around you, um, I imagine nerves would automatically kick in. How do you get rid of nerves when you're in such company? Well, you have to try and remember that everyone kind of wants you to do well. And um, I was accompanied by Malcolm Martineau, who was, you know, that was an honour in itself for him to, to play with him. And uh, he was he was lovely about all of it. And you just have to just remember that nobody wants you to do badly you know I think if you get nervous it's um it's your own kind of you're thinking too much about yourself because really when you're singing certainly you're trying to deliver a song and deliver a message and connect with people through music so I think if you make it too much about yourself then that's where the nerves come from and it's unimportant really now let me ask something there's that sort of old adage which says that everybody in Wales can sing is that true? <laughs> well, we are called the land of song, aren't exactly. we? <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> I, I mean, thought everyone can sing, you know. I think people have different levels of 
tunefulness, right, shall we say, that that can be trained. So I think anybody could learn to sing, I would have, I would imagine. Well, I, I've got a friend and he, a few weeks ago, he says, I, I really want to sing badly. And uh, and he does. He does sing badly. Um, he does, so, yeah, I, I don't know whether he'd be able to train to sing. And I, I'm good in the shower. Uh, and that's about it. it. You've got to have lots of echo and reverb uh, with my... Yeah, it sounds great in the shower. <laughs> oh, thank goodness we've got whales uh, to, you know, to provide us with with a lot of great talent. So, now you spoke about your mum, uh, of course, and uh, the album, which is called Inspire. It, it was your mum who actually gave you the idea for the title of the album, wasn't it? She did. Well, yes. As I mentioned, I had, you know, a strong connection with World and Union. So I always was going to call the album World and Union for, for the past year. You know, I worked on this for over a year. And it's only a couple of weeks before we had to tie everything up. Um, she said, you know, have you called, thought about the word inspiration, call, calling the album inspiration? And I was like, inspiration? I think that's a little bit long. It's not that catchy. Um, and then I went, oh, my gosh inspire would be perfect because when I've been talking about the album for the past year and talking about the singles I've brought out I've been saying their songs and hymns to inspire hope and faith and you know that word has always been there throughout the creation of the album so it felt like a perfect fit in a sort of eureka moment. <laughs> well it's it's definitely a, a, an album which sort of inspires people to listen um, to it as well because not not only is there some wonderful melodies there's some great words on there um, as as well and and I'm thinking of uh, and I'm not going to embarrass myself by trying to pronounce this title but it's the Finlandia uh, one mm. you 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 do the uh, what, what's it called the, the proper title well this is it's Dros Gamlin Glad which is kind of one of our unofficial anthems in Wales so we have obviously the national anthem we also have Dros Gamlin Glad and Calon Lan another that's kind of become unofficial anthems and we love them so much. And this is taken from Sibelius's melody, Finlandia. And the Welsh politician Lewis Valentine wrote these beautiful words, Dros Gamlin Glad. I think he he was a big fan of Sibelius and he admired what the Finnish people were doing in terms of um, independence at the time. And he was the person who created the first uh, Welsh political party, Clyde Cymru. So... Um, yeah, he wrote wrote these beautiful words about Wales to the melody of Finlandia. It is a beautiful song, and in, in fact, all the all the and I, I said this while I was off it. All the songs on there, they're absolutely gorgeous. So nice just to put on your headphones and listen to it that way because it, it's absolutely beautiful. Um, with, with sort of from an artist point of view, um, how much sort of impact, uh, sort of input do you have with? You know, sort of say that the um, the the layout of the CD, the running order of the CD. Uh, do do you get a say in sort of you know which song you want to open with, which song you want to close with? How, how does it work from an artist's point of view? Yeah, well, that's in a way the the plus point of being an independent artist. So this is an independent um, album release. I've worked with a fantastic producer Chris Craker, and he's been a huge a guide all the way along. But he gives me a lot of um, freedom and sort of creative input in that sense um and uh yes i've sat for a long time trying to work out how how the the tracks should run and you know you you want to if you finish with something really powerful and and big and uplifting maybe you want to carry on that feeling or or you want to completely contradict it and take people right down to a pure and honest kind of feeling with the song as well but all of these songs kind of 
start that way and grow into something powerful. Um, so it does take a lot of time to work out <laughs> how you want the CD to run. And um, yes, I'm glad to say I am finally happy with it because it was changed many times. But yes, I would have a creative input on it. And there are so many tracks, other tracks I could have included, really. Um, yeah, perhaps I'll do a, another album of hymns down the line. <laughs> Yeah, that that would be absolutely great. Now, talking about albums and, and sort of stuff to put on it, who would you like... If if you were, say, to make an album of duets, um, in the same way that sort of Barry Manilow and Frank Sinatra and everyone else has, uh, has done sort of a duets album, who would yeah. you love to have as a duet partner? Gosh, well, are we talking like aim high here? Uh, as high <laughs> yeah. as you like. I've, I've got my fairy wand, so we might be able to make it happen. So <laughs> who, who would well, you like? Well, if somebody can make this happen, you know, I would I would love to sing a duet with Josh Groban. I think his voice is like chocolate. It's just beautiful. Oh, um, Andrea Bocelli, that would be a dream come true. To work with Andre Rue and his orchestra, you know, that would be another dream. I mean, we're aiming high, high, high here. Um, I am currently working on a, a duet that's coming out over the next uh, few weeks, a new original song with an American tenor called John Ryzen, and he actually sang on my Christmas album. So um, it's always lovely to sing duets and work with somebody else who brings, you know, another element to the song. And I'm, I'm thinking here sort of Aled Jones um, as, as well. Uh, Aled Jones, I, mean, he... I would love to sing with Aled Jones, yes. When when he's yeah. not duetting with that other bloke as well, uh, yeah. When when he I gets know, time, exactly. They've got their <laughs> duo going on, Alad and Russell, haven't they? <laughs> oh, what a bromance they've got, and it just sounds so good on on record as well. Um, so. Yes, I went to see them in concert just before Christmas. Actually, I bet and they were it, good. They were fantastic. I thought they might be. They, they were over here in Nottingham around about Christmas time, um, as well as part of the tour, at the Nottingham Royal Concert Hall, and uh, and they were just fantastic and they know how to work a room as well um they, they do they, they do. their yeah. sort of comedy act as well yes. as the music is very funny <laughs> it's very entertaining um night out so yeah marvelous stuff so i mean who do you listen to musically then when, when you're at home you've got your feet up you've got your hair in curlers who do you like to listen to yeah well i don't to be honest i don't have my feet up that often i think um People who maybe follow me on social media know that I've been working on a big house renovation as well at the same time. Oh, and yeah. when I'm doing sort of DIY or some painting in the house, I often put on the film score playlist on Spotify. And that is what I love listening to. You know, songs by John Williams, Hans Zimmer, Ennio Morricone, all the greats. Um, that's the music I kind of connect with the most. And I, I love having on. All you, time. <laughs> you know what? I, I can just see you now in the house with your uh, the overalls on and everything, the hair tied up, yeah, um, with with the sort of paintbrush and the sweeping sounds of Hans Zimmer. Your your sort of brush going all over the place. I can picture it now. <laughs> I can. It's, That's uh, it. Or you know, my neighbours will hear Pirates of the Caribbean blasting. <laughs> oh, marvelous stuff. So now, I mean, your voice is an instrument. So, I mean, how how do you make sure it's in prime condition? How do you keep that gorgeous voice as gorgeous as it is? Well, I try not to be too ridiculous about it because I think you can get you can get obsessed with with caring for it. Of course, you're when you're body is your instrument your body and your voice you've got to look after it and I wouldn't do certain things before I had a, a concert coming up you know I wouldn't I wouldn't drink alcohol maybe the week leading up to a big concert and I try to have a general level of fitness you know I don't go into loud bars or nightclubs a couple of days before 
singing because, you know, I'll find a strain on my voice. Um, some voices are very robust to that, but mine isn't. <laughs> mine is a kind of lighter classical voice and does get affected by, by loud rooms and speaking loudly. So, yeah, just knowing what you need to do for your instrument because it's very personal. And I think after you've sang for however many years, then you, you get to know how to how to care for it without being without becoming obsessive and not living your life at the same time. Now, when you do go out um, and mm. you do sort of let your hair down, uh, what sort of a party animal are you? What's going to get you on the dance floor? <laughs> oh, um, oh gosh, I'm, I'm not really sure. What are, we're sort of, I'm getting married in the summer and um, my partner and I have been planning our wedding playlist recently and talking to the band about what we'd like played. I think we've got a bit of Oasis on there, um, Oh, all sorts of things. You know, I love I love putting on Dancing in the Moonlight, Top Loader. That's one I've always danced to. Um, oh, a bit of everything, really. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like the wedding reception is going to be a fantastic one. Anyway, so. <laughs> I hope so. We'd love to have everyone dancing. That's that's the goal. You know, I love dancing. So. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm sure it will, especially once the, the beer gets, uh, you know, sort of down the necks and, and stuff like that. So. Well, quite. <laughs> yes, definitely. They'll be on that dance floor. Um, they want to be singing away like anything. So, Ellen, look, it's been lovely speaking to you. I'm glad we found out a little bit more about you. The album, as I said, is just... Um, I wish your name was Grace, because I say it was amazing, Grace. But it's not. It's amazing, oh. Ellen. Um, so you'll get used to the cheesy and the corniness with me. Uh, you will. Well, say. that was a that was a potential title as well, and I thought it just sounds like my name is Grace, though. So no. <laughs> <laughs> Great minds, you see. Great minds. Yeah. It's it's as I say, it's one of those albums that you stick the headphones on and you just oh you you just chill out. It's such a wonderfully chilled album. Um, and the, the track we're going to sort of close on, We Are the Champions. I mean, that probably wouldn't be. Well, I say it's not a track that people might expect, but Freddie Mercury. I mean, he's got a really good classical voice, and it lends itself so well to you know sort of the arrangement that that you've done on there. Um, you know, so. Are, are people surprised when you sort of belt out these Queen songs? That one was a surprise and people were interested to hear it. It was actually my producer's choice to include that one. And I originally felt quite, you know, outside my comfort zone with it. And I thought, OK, let, let's give it a go and see what happens. Um, but it was, in, you know, it was the 1994 FIFA World Cup um, song. So it's, an, it's always an anthem there and perfect to include on the album. And you know I, I loved singing it and people have really enjoyed it I think it's a beautiful melody to sing the, the notes and the line is lovely and it's fun to get stuck into something a little bit different so yeah I hope your listeners enjoy this kind of classical rendition of of Freddie Mercury's yeah we are the champions <laughs> well Freddie was always one to uh, he was a stickler for structure on songs wasn't he so uh, and uh, and that structure and oh, the whole build up song. oh definitely so so maybe in the future will we be hearing stuff covered by you know, sort of oasis type stuff metallica iron maiden I think I'll leave those perhaps in, in the rock genre, but you know, soft rock. I think people ask me quite often, why don't you give this one a go and that? So maybe it's something to look into down the line. Yes. Well, you, you never know. Um, we are the champs. It, it is a brilliant choice, uh, and I'm glad uh, you've chosen it. As I said, if I had to choose, I, 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 it, it's just any any pick on there because every track is as good as the last one. So, Ellen, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, have a lovely weekend, um, and and looking forward to the next album already. Even though this one is only just out. Uh, so, uh, 
Thank you very much. Lovely to chat with you, Kev. And you too, Ellen. Take care now. Speak soon. Bye-bye now. Bye. Did you know that Nottingham Hospital Radio is a registered charity? As a result, we rely on people like you to donate to it. All our members are committed volunteers who run the service for the benefit and entertainment of the patients in the Queen's Medical Centre and City Hospitals. Research has shown that listening to hospital radio can positively benefit a patient's recovery, and we think it's a very worthwhile thing to do. Donating to NHR is easy and rewarding, so please log on to nhradio.org.uk and go to the donate page. That's nhradio.org.uk slash donate. You'll be glad you did, and thank you. (laughs) 